Welcome to the Green Screen of Death. My name is Adrian. And my name is Bill. So we're on episode 90. Dude. <laughs> welcome back. Welcome back, dude. So I got a little, uh, I got some dates and times and all that for you here. You do? Okay. Imagine. Yeah. January 23rd. Yeah. 2019. Oh, yeah. That's that was back. the last time we recorded. Oh, man. That's crazy. So we're seven months, dude. That is. Is that our longest? It. I think it is. I think it is. And, uh, you know, I, I take a lot of the blame for it. I know you probably feel, but whatever, right? We're here. Yeah. <laughs> We've always said that uh, if we were done, we would tell you. Yeah, exactly. Did, did we tell you? No. Exactly. Yeah. So uh, we, we got to talking recently. We we're like, hey, what, what, what are we going to do? And we were both like, we want to keep going. So here yeah, we, we, we went out for dinner and we talked about it for a while. And I was like, I, I kind of don't want to keep on doing the recap episodes every four yeah. months. That's really stupid. Yeah. I, I want, I want it to be like a regular thing, but yeah. I don't want to stop. Exactly. Yeah. Exactly. Same here. And we were both pretty much in agreement with that, I think. Yeah. A little before that, I wrote something on Twitter. Like, I was frustrated. Mm-hmm. Like, oh, yeah. I was like, why aren't we doing this? Mm-hmm. We said we would be back and we were never back. Yeah. Which was yeah. kind of bunk, but. Yeah. Uh, Oh, dude. But yeah, we're here. We're here. We're back. And, 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 <laughs> as we always say, if you want to pay us. Exactly. We will be here every two weeks. <laughs> We've never earned a penny from this episode, <laughs> this podcast. That's not why we're here. <laughs> yeah. Seven months. That's right. How you doing, buddy? Good, man. I'm way better than last time we recorded. I've gone through a lot of health stuff over the last two years, uh, but I think it's all behind me now. That's good to hear. Yeah. 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 So I, you know, I had the gallbladder uh, removal. I think I was just before we stopped. And I also had, I also battled skin infections, multiple skin infections that put me down for a while. Um, That was tough, but... uh, any doctor I spoke with, they said, Adrian, we need you to lose weight. You've got to get back on track. And um, they were like, your weight isn't the cause of all of this, but it's not helping. So, um, yeah, I switched two months ago. I switched over to the keto diet and I've enjoyed a lot of success with that. Um, I've lost uh, 45 pounds or maybe more. I can see it. Yeah, in uh, two months. Thanks, yeah. man. And, um, it's been a really good feeling. Sarah's doing it with me. Uh, my brother Kyle's doing it with me. So we've got that peer support kind of thing. And it's just a really good feeling. So kind of taking control of my life again. So it's, it's good. Uh, next year you'll be in a full bikini. (laughs) I will be. That'd be sweet. Yeah. Full. I won't be wearing shirts around town, stuff like that. You know, uh, (laughs) get my dad bought on. (laughs) (laughs) Shucks. We missed the Oscars. Oh no! What are we gonna do? Just maybe that's why we stopped See, recording. <laughs> I don't know if you know this, but Green Book was the best film oh, of right. last year, and I didn't even watch it. Oh, dude, you missed nothing. <laughs> Anybody I talk to, they're like, "No, nah, you don't need to see it." <laughs> no, like it was. Yeah, it's completely out of touch. Like, yeah. what? What the hell? Yeah. My my favorite part of Green Book winning is they all went up there to get an award. And there wasn't a black man in sight. Are you serious? The movie was made by white guys. Oh, that's right. White book, not <laughs> green book. The only thing good, Olivia Coleman won. That's true. For the favorite. That was awesome. She deserved that. Spider-Verse won for animated. Yeah, that's which is right. really awesome. Yeah. Uh, Spike Lee for screenplay. Oh, that's right. It's about time, guys. Yeah. It's about time. Long overdue. And Roma won for foreign film. So oh, yeah. there was some good stuff. Yeah. But man, that Bohemian Rhapsody won awards. <laughs> 
are we that's, joking? Everybody at work, uh, that's everybody's favorite movie of all time. No, they like the Queen music. <laughs> that's right. They, they play a song every five minutes and it appeases everybody. Yeah. The film's shite. Yeah. It's just, it's the nostalgia thing. It's like, hey, I know that song. Hey, I, oh, this is how they made this song? Oh, cool. I didn't know any of this before. Meanwhile, Queen has to go home because they're they're tired, but Freddie Mercury's gonna go out and party. That's right. Yeah. How shitty was that? Yeah. I was mad when that that scene happened. Yeah. I was like, are you f-ing kidding me? <laughs> so terrible. How are you enjoying Criterion Channel? Criterion Channel's sweet. It's awesome. I don't watch enough on that. I don't though. either, and I, I I have to get on that. But uh, man, it's so nice that it's actually in Canada. Yeah. I'm so happy about that. I've been watching the, their conversations with. Yeah. Those are incredible. But here's the thing. I don't know if you notice this, but if the film is Canadian, it's blocked. Oh, really? So if you want to watch a David Cronenberg film from the 70s in the Criterion Collection, it is blocked. Really? If you want to watch Xavier Dolan's first film, I Killed My Mother. Yeah. Blocked. Wow. But they're visible to us, aren't they? I think press, I've added... Press th- play. I think I've added them to my list. Yeah, press play. Oh my god! Blocked in your country. Are you serious? And they're Canadian films. Is that like an E one thing or something? I think so. Yeah. Wow. I wouldn't doubt it. That's brutal. Uh, so yeah, when else uh, we when we were off, uh, we went to a twenty four hour movie marathon. That's right. Adrian brought the recorder. I had it, but I didn't tell you, and I didn't even know. <laughs> and we were in the midst of our not recording, so yeah. we just didn't record, even though we have both said yeah. those are our favorite. episodes episodes yeah and it was weird because i'm like the marathon starting and i'm like we should be recording yeah this is this is weird i don't know what's going on yeah and we didn't even talk about it yeah no we didn't i thought uh, what was going through my mind is i was like well all our friends are here so i guess we'll just socialize yeah which is awesome but we can do both like we've done it before tons of people that i love are in that building yeah and i was happy to spend time with them instead of recording yeah which was you know so good oh, yeah. uh we'll talk about the, the the marathon later in lightning round we missed uh melissa though yeah she was sick yeah uh, that's too bad. but yeah uh she's been there before yeah she knows what it's about oh yeah yeah it's good times mm-hmm. uh still some people there that probably should have shown up in, in vancouver i'm not going to name you but uh <laughs> uh it's not as bad as you think it is that 24 hours goes in a freaking second it does it, it shouldn't feel that quick, but it yeah. ends up always feeling really quick. Oh, yeah. Let's get really hardcore here. Sure. You ready? Game of Thrones. Game of Thrones. I really y- enjoyed yay it. Yay or nay? Yay. Yeah. I said yay. See, yay for me too. Yeah. Other than they just left a lot open. They did. They yeah. didn't close a lot of story loops. And I'm okay with that. You know, I, I lived through the lost days where we never figured out... <laughs> What was up with Walt and <laughs> Lost? So I'm like, yeah, I've been here before, boys and girls. Walt disappeared and came back and he was four feet taller <laughs> and, right. and had a beard. That's exactly what happened. Yeah. He, he became more mature than his father on the yeah, show. Yeah, it's hilarious. <laughs> uh, the final episode, yay or nay? I liked it. It's it, it didn't blow me away, but I was like, it's a good closure. Yeah, I I didn't mind it either. I just I just wish they'd answered something. Yeah, and a couple of things really pissed me off. But okay, what do you expect? Yeah, it's it's a show that's gonna piss fifty percent of the people off automatically. Oh yeah, but I thought it was well, fine. How many shows have nailed the ending? I think like Breaking Bad and The Wire come to mind for me. Yeah, but like, oh, The Wire is heartbreaking. 
It is. So heartbreaking. Yeah. It's brutal. Yeah. But it's so fitting for what they did. Yeah. yeah. And Veronica Mars came back, which oh, is like the, right. the greatest thing ever this year. Nice. Literally, if you ask me what my, what my favorite film of the year was, it's Veronica Mars season four. No way. That's it, awesome. I, I watched that show day one when it first aired. Yeah. Watched all three seasons. Yeah. Cried when it got canceled. Mm-hmm. It was my favorite show, like other than The Wire. Okay. Veronica Mars is my favorite TV show of all time. Nice. And... The movie was crowdfunded a couple of years ago. Yeah. I helped, I helped crowdfund it. Yeah. Gave them some money. The movie wasn't very good, but I okay. still loved it because it was Veronica Mars. It was yeah. just a big giant fan service piece. And it, oh, yeah. It wasn't really a Veronica Mars episode. It was mm-hmm. just fan service. Yeah. I don't really want that. That's that's for anime. Mm-hmm. This season is spectacular. Nice. It's everything I wanted in a Veronica Mars series 15 years later. That's cool. Yeah. That's awesome. It's incredible. That's weird. And, uh, and supposedly Hulu was really happy. So hopefully we get 15 more seasons because I could, be cool. I'll, I'll watch it until she, <laughs> she dies, more or less, That's until wicked. I die. Yeah. I just love Veronica Mars. That's cool. And uh, my probably my favorite TV show of the year, and I know you're not a fan. Okay. Euphoria. Oh, yeah. I just, I've watched the first episode and I, I think I need to revisit that again because I did love the way it looked. It's I, really challenging. It is. And I love that. Yeah. Uh, and yeah, the look is incredible. Yeah. They shoot the hell out of that. It looks like a, a, like a, a movie yeah. done by like David Fincher. Oh, exactly. Like, it's so beautiful. Yeah. And uh, Zendaya is unreal. She's incredible. Yeah. She's uh, she's one that I'm really excited to watch her grow as an artist because she's just, you can tell she's plugged in to what she's doing and every choice she's making. And I always, I liked her in the Spider-Man movies. Yeah, she's awesome. Always good in those. Mm-hmm. And uh, yeah, if you haven't watched Euphoria, it's on HBO. It's really good. Cool. Uh, Con Film Festival happened when we were gone. Yeah, that's right. Bong Jun Ho <laughs> yeah. won the Palm Door. That's awesome. That is amazing. <laughs> good for, for his him. new movie, Parasite, yeah. which I'm sure we'll be seeing at festival season. Long overdue. Oh, yeah. He's an amazing director. Mm-hmm. He's made some films, man. Oh, yeah. Uh, good stuff. Yeah. Uh, yeah, and festival season is coming up. It is, just around the corner. I'm about a month and a half away from going to VIF. Cool. It's going to be stacked. Oh, yeah. Uh, there's, some, there's some films this year, man. Looking at like TIFF and mm-hmm. Venice and all these people announcing their film fests. I'm going to have a good time at VIF this oh, yeah. year. Yeah, because they do an incredible job of booking all the big films. Yeah. And the ones that get left out, they're usually studio stuff that's coming out soon anyway. The cool thing about VIF is I get to take December and January off. Oh, that's true. Yeah. I'll watch Star Wars. <laughs> yeah. I'll watch Cats. Maybe yeah. <laughs> not. But uh, yeah, I've already seen everything because I went to VIF. Oh, yeah. It's awesome. Exactly. And I get to see all my friends who I love in Vancouver who I just absolutely adore. That's right. So uh, yeah, I can't wait. That's a win. So that's about it for me. Uh, I wrote a bunch of stuff down. You got anything? Uh, I've got a couple of things. Sure. Oh, TV shows. While we're on the topic of TV shows, Chernobyl, one of my favorite things I've watched. Yeah, I haven't finished it yet, but okay. hot damn, that's a good show. It's incredible. How, how many episodes do you have left? Two or three. Okay. Okay. Yeah, so I, I like how everybody was like, yeah, HBO, they're done after Game of Thrones. <laughs> <laughs> Dude. Hell no. no. Not even close. Hell no. Uh, Chernobyl, man. Like some of the some of the episodes, and it's a weird feeling to watch something that's so harrowing and you know what happened there, but you're just kind of learning other things that happened. And uh, it's just heartbreaking, man. Like I, there were a couple of episodes that really had me going 
fuck. Like, I need to just go hug Sarah and hug my cat and wipe my tears. And Was it like uh, concentration camp Band of Brothers bad? Oh, man. It's... Which I still think is the most awful slash great television sh- yeah. episode ever of yeah. all time. It's it's in the same ballpark, I would say. Yeah. Yeah. Um, definitely in the same ballpark. Just because they're so phenomenal with like, it's so believable. And you've seen a few episodes already. It's It feels like you're there. Yeah. And those feel like the real people who are there. Do you ever watch any videos on YouTube about Chernobyl? No. And just how literally everything is still there. Oh, really? Like, they go into these houses. They're all wearing hazmat suits and stuff. And they go into these houses, and it's like, there's a dresser, and there's clothes on the floor, and their bed's not made. Oh, yeah, because everything's so... It's like they had no time to get out of there. It's just like, go. That's unreal. Yeah, it's unreal. Yeah, and I've got a couple more things here. This weekend, I took a voiceover course through a school called On The Mic. Uh, They're based in Vancouver. They brought one of their instructors over here to Victoria, and I signed up and went for two days, and I learned how to do commercial reads, uh, narrative reads, and even animation. So I'm really excited. I think I'll probably record something. I'll I'll leave a cookie at the end of this episode. Uh, I'll put a couple of my voices at the very end. If anybody wants to hear them, uh, I've got a good sinister one. I've got a nerdy dad kind of thing, nerdy basement dweller gamer guy. Um, I've got an old man. So, so me. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> Both of us, actually. <laughs> um, I've, I'm working on some stuff. Uh, I've got a little boy I'm working on, all kinds of stuff. So uh, the instructor I worked with, his name is Michael Adamthwaite, and he's been in, he's Got some really incredible roles. He was in War for the Planet of the Apes. He did the English dub of Death Note. And he was in X-Men Evolution. He played Colossus back in the early 2000s. And he's got tons of really cool credits. I'm going to be watching football one day. And I'm going to, Mr. Clean commercial is going to come on. <laughs> that's right. I'm, I'm like, what the <laughs> fuck? Is that Adrian? Right. <laughs> It'll say something like, are you having trouble getting those spots off your floor? Well, look no further. Look no further. (laughs) Shit like that. (laughs) There's a little spot for you. Um, Nice. So I'm working on that that broadcaster voice. So, yeah. This guy's going big time on me here. (laughs) That's right. He's going to leave me in the dust. Yeah, that's right. We'll we'll do another uh, catch-up episode in December. (laughs) He's going to come here in his Maserati wearing his sunglasses saying, "I'm, I'm big time, bitch. That's right. So where can I where can I plug in my Tesla? <laughs> but uh, yeah, I think I think that's about it for me. Oh, and Liverpool won the Champions League, so that's pretty cool. Yeah, I don't even care. <laughs> you don't care. <laughs> I'm surprised you don't care, man. Surprisingly, I am kind of happy for you because yeah, I don't think you've ever seen Liverpool in your lifetime. Ever seen Liverpool win a major championship? Yeah, that's that was so my that's first. Yeah, pretty awesome. Yeah, whereas was, I've seen the United win a bunch of championships. So that's, that's pretty cool. But that's true. Yeah, I, it's I. I was cheering for you guys just because yeah. I wanted you to win the championship. Oh, totally. And there's a really awesome video. Adrian was on Twitch the whole oh, game. Oh, yeah. And just watching at the end of the game, just Adrian's like exuberance. Yeah. Was pretty amazing. Yeah, man. So even though I <laughs> fucking hate Liverpool, uh, congratulations to Liverpool and Adrian. Thanks, man. Thank you. The season starts in a week. That's right. Holy shit. Yeah. Those 4 a.m. mornings and 5 a.m. and shit. Bring it. I'm already watching preseason, man. <laughs> nice. And I, I watch preseason games from China. Oh, really? Yeah, and Australia. Nice. So, yeah. That's cool. We're 4-0 in preseason, by the way. Oh, nice. That means shit. But <laughs> <laughs> yeah. It's good, though. 
Keep them going. Beat Tottenham two one a couple days ago. Oh, cool. Yeah, right on. But yeah, cool. This is weird. I don't. Uh, I don't know if this even sounds good. It's, it sounds very. Um, I don't know if we're good anymore. We are. It's been a while. It has been a while. So if if it, if this sounds weird or we just don't sound in sync, it's because we haven't done this in seven months. <laughs> well, the thing is, we've we've stayed in contact pretty much every every other day since then so it's not like and i think we talked about that last episode it's like it's not like we stopped talking we just stopped recording our conversation yeah there there, there was no sinister like fight between us we just didn't record yeah and we saw a couple movies here and there together when when our schedules lined up so i was pretty much available every weekend though yeah (laughs) all right lesson learned lesson learned legit since we last recorded i've watched 135 movies that's crazy adrian's watched four i've I've watched 13 yeah (laughs) (laughs) i've literally watched maybe 13 movies um and that's funny because that's a lot for some people but for me that's 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 bad so that's what that's why i'm excited about getting the podcast going again so i get my butt out a couple of weekends ago i wanted to like you know get my my festival juices going and uh knocked off six in the theater oh nice yeah nice yeah love those early show times at yeah. certain theaters oh yeah your movie starts at 10 i'm yeah. gonna watch six films <laughs> thank you very much that's wicked yeah that's cool that's cool all right you ready to move into the next section sure <laughs> the rant the rant i'll go first sure this is a dumb one <laughs> Those guys from the green screen of death, they don't podcast enough. That's my rant. They sure don't. <laughs> a bunch of dummies. Have so many cool people listening to us. I, I, I just want to say to anybody who's like ever asked where we were mm-hmm. or if we're coming back or anything about the podcast, thank you. Oh, yeah. Absolutely. Honestly, like you, you don't know how much that means to mm-hmm. me, Adrian. It's, it's cool. It like, is cool. I honestly, unless people tell me they're listening, I don't know if you are. Yeah. Honestly, I see see stats that say people are listening, but Mm -hmm. I don't know who it is. Yeah. We don't know who it is and we have no way. The only identifiers we see are like what country they're from and uh, they could be anybody. So yeah, I, I say the same thing. I had actually a lot of people from work ask me about it and I was like, how did you even know I have a podcast? I haven't talked with you about it. And they're like, yeah, I've been listening for months, and then you guys just stopped recording. I was like, ah, shit, sorry, <laughs> I didn't know. Like, tell me. <laughs> yeah, but yeah, to anybody, thank you. Thank you. Thank you very much. Is that your thank r- you very much. Is that your rant? Yeah, that's my rant. Time to get a little hype here. There you go. Tiny, you ready for it? Yeah. Let's, let's get Adrian angry. So <laughs> uh, all you bastards on film Twitter. Yeah. <laughs> You think you're uh, cool enough to be ranking Quentin Tarantino films? You're all a bunch of idiots. Yeah. Don't rank films like that. Yeah. Plus, you're all wrong. You're all totally wrong. And I'm just like, excuse me? <laughs> like, I saw one dude who had Death Proof at number one. I've seen that. And I'm just like, I love Death Proof. Yeah. It's a great film. It's it's a popcorn film. Especially the the, the grindhouse cut. It's yeah. like super tight. Oh, yeah. The regular version is way too bloated, but that grindhouse cut is tight. Yeah. But it's not the best Quentin Tarantino film yeah. of all time. That would be Jackie Brown. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> it's not even close, friends. <laughs> yeah. And of course, yeah. the worst one, because I want to piss off Adrian, Inglorious Bastards. You're so wrong about yeah. that. Terribly wrong. I'm not, but it's fine. How can you, how can, like, how can you watch that scene with Fassbender where he's like, well, if that's it, old boy, 
I hope you don't mind if I go out speaking the kings. Fuck, that scene is masturbatory. Oh, I love it so much. So masturbatory. It's so good. And Glorious is full of, of scenes that I like, not a full film. Wow. Yeah. It's only, and it, it hurts me to this day because I was so crushed after watching that film. Damn. Yeah. Crushed. You crushed. It's his masterpiece. Uh, if I was to go number two, it, it'd obviously be Pulp Fiction because nice. I don't think you all remember what happened when Pulp Fiction came out. Mm-hmm. That film changed it, film. It changed the entire landscape. It just made everybody kind of like, like sort of look at themselves in the mirror and go, whoa. Yeah. Like that film is just revolutionary. Yeah. Everybody tried to copy it. Yeah. Nobody could. Nobody could. Yeah. Yeah. How many knockoffs came out within the span of 10 years after that? Yeah. Yeah. And no. probably still to this day. Yeah. <laughs> That's crazy. But yeah. Uh, enough of the rant. Yeah. Let's actually talk about Tarantino. Let's talk about Tarantino. Yeah. Okay. So yeah, let's talk about Tarantino's latest film, Once Upon a Time in Hollywood. The 10th Quentin Tarantino <laughs> yeah. film. Ninth. I, I like how every, like, it's always like, uh, um, I like how Tarantino sells the film. Yeah. It's not like... Um, a David Fincher film on the trailer. It's a Quentin Tarantino. Everybody is saying, oh my God, it's a new Quentin Tarantino film. Quentin Tarantino is the brand that sells the film. Yeah, he's an enterprise at yeah, this point. It's it's incredible. It almost feels like this what must have been like to watch to like have seen like Kubrick films in the 70s. Yeah. Like yeah. he's just the man. It's there's an event. there's nobody like Tarantino. Yeah. Scorsese isn't like that. Mm-hmm. You think uh, George Lucas to an extent, but not anymore. Yeah. Yeah. Um, who, like, who else is like Tarantino? I don't know, man. Like, it's only very close, tight-knit circles. Like, Denny Villeneuve, he's one of my favorite working filmmakers right now, but the masses don't know his name. Yeah. The way they know Tarantino. No. Everybody who went to that film, when I saw it, was talking about Tarantino. The beginning. Oh, yeah. Like, he says he's, he's the man. Mm-hmm. What's it about? A faded television actor... And his stunt double strive to achieve fame and success in the film industry during the final years of Hollywood's golden age in 1969's Los Angeles. Leonardo DiCaprio, oh. Brad Pitt, Margot Robbie, Emile Hirsch, Margaret Qualley, Timothy Oliphant, and Al Pacino. Oh, yeah. And everybody else in Hollywood. Yeah. And everybody who's ever been in a Quentin Tarantino film. Yeah. Yeah. Pretty much. Pretty much. Yeah. Except for uh, Tim Roth, who got cut. Did you, read, oh. did you read the credits? I did. His name was there, and it said, Cut. Oh, no way. Yeah. I didn't see that. That's it, hilarious. I only saw that on the, on, the, on the second watch. I did see something, but it went by so quick when I was watching. That's cool. Before we even start... Is Brad Pitt the lead? Ooh. Hmm. I think you could make that argument. Because DiCaprio is the lead on all the posters and all, That's right. all that stuff. But yeah. this film feels like Brad Pitt's film to me it, more than it does about Leonardo DiCaprio. It, it does. He has some more meaty stuff to do. And it's not to say that DiCaprio doesn't. But uh, yeah, the bulk of... Yeah. His... But in he, terms of like... I don't know. They both have their own arcs, So, But here's my thing. Mm-hmm. You put Brad Pitt... In supporting actor, and he wins. You put Brad Pitt in actor, he doesn't win. That's true. Also, Brad Pitt's 55. That's hard to believe. (laughs) Seriously? He looks like he's 23. He looks like he's 17. (laughs) Yeah. And he's got like the six pack. Yeah. And and I'm just like, that's not fair. How is that possible? Yeah. That's crazy. It's unreal. This is 
one of the best films of the year. Absolutely. In a year of not so hugely standout films. This mm-hmm. is the film. Yeah. Um, this is an event. It is. Um, the last film we went to Van- went to another city to watch the, the Tarantino film. <laughs> yeah. We, we didn't have to this time because it wasn't in 70 millimeter. But That's right. Man, this was an event. It was. Yeah. People were freaking out. It made more money this weekend than it was supposed to. Oh, it did. everyone was freaking out about this film. That's cool. And for good reason, because yeah. it's spectacular. <laughs> oh, yeah. Yeah, it's incredible. I can't stop thinking about it. And uh, what I really appreciate it, about it is it's DiCaprio. I think it's his most vulnerable role. Like, he really puts himself out there and puts himself in a very vulnerable spot and in terms of where he goes with his performance. And um, I don't think it's a spoiler to say that I think Tarantino's voice comes through in DiCaprio the most out of all the characters in this movie. And I'm not sure if I've really felt a lot of that. Well, I guess The Hateful Eight and Inglorious Bastards, you can get a sense of who Tarantino is speaking through directly, but it, it just felt more in your face with uh, DiCaprio in this one. That's what I, that was one of my takeaways. DiCaprio as the, the aging Hollywood guy who is yeah. being phased out more or less. Yeah. This isn't a new story. No. This is more or less the wild bunch. Yeah. With yeah. Charles Manson. Oh yeah. Like, yeah. Somebody's coming in to take over their job and he's feeling like a has-been. Mm-hmm. Um, but you know what? Uh, this might be my favorite DiCaprio role. I think so too. Uh, as you said, his vulnerability is incredible. Yeah. Just the way he, his mannerisms, mm-hmm. the way he kind of, he got a bit of a stutter. Oh yeah. And just the way he, and the way he wears his hair in this film. Oh yeah. It's just unreal. Yeah. Oh yeah. <laughs> I, I, I couldn't get away with like how, uh, how uh, it's almost like, Obviously, it's a movie, but he has—he's—he's he's not a vain guy. He has mm-hmm. no problem changing his looks. Oh yeah, even if it makes him look stupid. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, in this film, he looks stupid a couple. Yeah, times. Yeah, there's it's, some stuff where it's like, is that really him doing that? Yeah, <laughs> what the fuck? Uh, I love Tarantino for his his music references, his movie references, his pop culture references. Oh yeah, this is the perfect film for Quentin Tarantino being a nerd. It is. It really is. And it is just him geeking out. Yeah. Getting giving a hundred million dollars to be a geek. Yeah. Everything is perfect. Yeah. All the movie places have like perfect signage. All the cars are perfect. All the music's perfect. All the cars are perfect. Everything is perfect. All the neon signs and the marquees yeah. and restaurants and And when you really I started to do a little bit of a deep dive, all the TV shows and movies are almost real. Oh really? Okay. He's changed a couple things. Okay. Uh and but then took the film and added Leonardo DiCaprio's head to it. Yeah, that's stuff right. Stuff like that. Yeah. And I'm just like, this is genius. That was cool. This is like the perfect film <laughs> for Quentin Tarantino. Like, it is. Just him being a nerd. Him recreating TV shows that he probably grew up watching. Yeah, like this This is so much more than the Jackrabbit Slim scene in Pulp Fiction. Oh, yeah. This is the complete scope of his genius. Oh, yeah. And... I've never seen anything like, I want to live in this film. It is so perfect. Yeah. It's incredible. Yeah. Um, what did you think of the, I'm going to be deliberately vague here because, you know, there's people going to be listening to this that maybe haven't seen it yet. And we're not a spoiler podcast. That's not our thing. Some people have a place for it, uh, but we just prefer to steer clear of that just to protect anybody listening. Um, 
What did you think of the way he kind of played with historical events in this one? Absolutely no problem with that. Same here. No. Same here. Um, I thought it was beautiful, actually. It's not the first time he's done it. Exactly. And exactly. If he, and if he had a problem with it the last time, it, I, that there, I had no problem with that either. Same here. Um, if anything, I think um the ending is one of the best parts of the film absolutely absolutely (laughs) i don't want to spoil anything but holy crap it's incredible um and it's it's just like like nothing i've ever seen before and i'm sure you could ask 10 people how they felt about the ending and you could get 10 different emotions from that um i i felt a lot of different kind of emotions uh i felt a lot of sadness and i felt a lot of happiness as well it was a weird feeling as i was as the credits rolled and and, uh rick dalton says a line earlier in the film and it ties into the ending so well okay that it it almost i just want to like stand up and start cheering nice yeah like the the rewatch is incredible dude yeah um i picked up so much in the the rewatch oh nice um yeah he says this line and it it's such a throwaway line. And then when it, you combine the final shot with that line, it mm-hmm. is just incredible. Wicked. Um, what do you think of uh, the look, Robert Richardson, with that kind of bleached out, grainy kind of oh, bright look? Yeah, I really enjoyed that. Yeah. It helped you get back into it because like, you go back in your head of what TV shows looked like back in the 70s and 80s yeah and it, it felt was, like that it wasn't pristine yeah which i really liked and mm-hmm. robert richardson's is a genius oh, so yeah. there's nothing wrong with that brad pitt's best ever role yeah you think so and better story. than tyler durden yeah <laughs> oh, better man. than moneyball and i thought he should have oh, won for moneyball shit. i think he is brad pitt is one of the most underrated actors going today that's he, true he can be a stoner yeah. He could be a complete, like, like his character in Moneyball, or he could be a, a sly dude. Like, his character in this film is amazing. He has seen some shit. Oh, yeah. And you know it, but he's still that cool customer. Yeah. And you have a feeling that one little thing, he could just explode. Mm-hmm. And Brad Pitt is just, he nails it. Yeah. Um, yeah. Absolutely. Probably my favorite male performance of the year, to tell you the truth. Really? Better that's, than DiCaprio. That's cool. DiCaprio is really good, but I yeah. think Brad Pitt steals the film. Yeah, he does. Yeah. He really does. How about his stuff with uh, Bruce Lee in the movie? So good. Wasn't that amazing? Like, you get a dose of it in the trailer, but in the movie, it's just so much better. Yeah. (laughs) Uh, And the dog. The dog. Oh, yeah. Brad Pitt has a dog in the film. Yeah. The dog is great. Yeah. Uh, Incredible. He's such a great character in the film. Mm -hmm. And you're thinking, he's a character in the film? Yeah, he is. He's a character in the film. He is. He has an arc. He has a story arc. This is a Quentin Tarantino (laughs) film. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, Yeah, this... What can I say? This mm-hmm. uh, we don't. Get, this is Christmas, man. It is. Uh, we don't get films like this very yeah. often. Yeah, and usually they involve Quentin Tarantino. Yeah, so. and yeah, they usually come in November, December, January. Um, one of the things that has been pointed out, and I was curious to get your take on it. What did you think about the fact that? So many people in the movie were essentially failed actors. When you think about it, like some of them didn't have the trajectory that we thought they would. That's when Los were... Angeles. Yeah, that's so true, right? Everybody's, a, oh, I'm a waiter. No, you're a failed actor. Yeah, yeah. That's Los Angeles. Yeah. That's been covered so many times in the movies. Like, oh, yeah. it's not even, it's, it's, a, it's a very not fair city. It is, yeah. yeah. And I love that he used those people. 
Yeah. You know, like Rebecca Gayhart's in this movie. <laughs> and Luke Perry, rest in peace. Like he was always working, but he was never that guy that we thought he'd be. Yeah. Yeah. Tarantino loves to do those little like cameos for people. Yeah. And it's so great. Uh, yeah. Yeah. The, Luke Perry's really great. Mm-hmm. Uh, all the all the Tarantino regulars are there. Yeah. Including Michael Madsen just shows up out of nowhere. I love that. Yeah. It's just so great. <laughs> yeah. And his per- his placement is perfect. Yeah. That's <laughs> so perfect. Michael Madsen should have been born in the 40s and been on a lot of Westerns. Oh, yeah. He's just Absolutely. Got, he's got that voice. Yeah. That, that, that coolness. Oh, yeah. He got that voice because he got injured, right? Yeah. He got cut in the throat or something like that. And it cut like one of his vocal cords or something. And he has that amazing voice as a result. So did did you like we talked a lot about the 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 Pitt DiCaprio subplot mm-hmm. were you a fan of the the Tate Polanski subplot I yeah I was yeah, yeah. I really enjoyed that because, can, can we talk about the greatness of Margot Robbie yeah who without saying very little mm-hmm. is amazing yeah emotive you could make an argument that she's like the heart and soul of the film in a way like just like that emotional punch is because of her performance like yeah. the the emotions you feel um throughout the film of course it is dicaprio and, and pitt uh, but i don't think it works without that performance from margot robbie she just absolutely knocks it out of the park it's phenomenal like you get a little sense of it in the trailer but as you're watching her do these things um i thought it was incredible i remember reading from the con film festival about people were complaining about her not having a lot of lines mm-hmm. and tarantino was very angry about that saying you know she didn't need the lines and yeah now i understand right it's it's just all emotive face stuff like it's yeah just her being yeah 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 no, it's, it's incredible yeah and, and I, I read an interview with uh, deborah tate who is uh, sharon tate's sister and she said she was invited you know, she was able to talk to Tarantino before the film started shooting. Um, he received her blessing and he even brought her on set one time, or I'm not sure if it was multiple times, but she said watching Margot Robbie was like getting extra time with her sister again. Yeah. It's incredible. I was like, and I read that. I was like, Oh man, I was like, I had tears down my face and stuff and I had to grab Jojo and wipe my tears. <laughs> it's so good. It's, a, it's definitely a four cat. Yeah. <laughs> uh, do you like a little violence? Oh yeah. Good Lord, man. <laughs> good Lord. Yeah. It wouldn't be a Tarantino film without some of some of the old ultra violence. Yeah. And it is ultra violent. Oh yeah. Uh, so yeah, if you're, if you're um, sensitive to that kind of stuff, yeah. you, you, you might want to duck out about. Oh yeah. Cause uh, it gets a little wild. Yeah. Oh yeah. A little wild for sure. Maybe the wildest ever in a Tarantino <laughs> film. Yeah, I guess so. Yeah. Yeah. It's intense. It's nasty. But it's the crowd I saw it with couldn't stop laughing because it, oh, yeah. it's kind of played with a comedic touch, yeah. even though it is incredibly brutal. Oh, yeah. And that's probably the best kind of violence. Exactly. Let's laugh. What people it, exactly. Yeah, Why not? Why not? Exactly. <laughs> yeah. But yeah, as I said, this is, um, I've only given four or five star films mm-hmm. this year. Oh, really? And I had absolutely no problem. Giving yeah. this five stars. Yeah, man. Um, yeah, this yeah. is this is this is my Christmas gift. Hell yeah, uh, my birthday gift and yeah. my birthday gift for next year and Christmas. <laughs> Absolutely. Um, yeah, it's uh, one I can't wait to own at home and be able to watch whenever I want. Yeah, on some stunning 4K. Yeah, that's with right. HDR. Yeah, because Adrian, Adrian's that guy. 
I'm that guy. I'm that guy. <laughs> so yeah, it's uh, it's an incredible film. Hell yeah! Uh, but I'm sure you all know that because I'm it's doing gangbusters. That's right. Like lots of lots of the screenings here have sold out. So <clears throat> that's cool. I, I'm super happy about that. Yeah. Except I, for if you go on you know Monday morning, oh, where yeah. nobody is there. I was that's like right. the only person in the theater. That's crazy. Which was kind of weird, but yeah, yeah. That's cool. Wicked. So that's a huge thumbs up from both of us. Yeah, absolutely. Glowing recommendation. Yeah. Uh, Want to move to the next movie? Sure. We should, uh, let's let's sandwich this one. We'll go with uh, we'll go with the animated. Is it animated or is it real life? CG. CG. Yeah, we'll go with that. It's, okay. not, it's not real. I have some problems <laughs> with that thought. The Lion King from. Uh, What's his name? John Favreau. John Favreau. The director of Swingers. That's right. (laughs) He's got this, what is it? Probably 200 million movie, whatever the heck it cost. He made Chef. That's right. So that's... He gets a free pass. That's one of the... Whoever, if you haven't listened to this podcast, Chef was our film for like the oh, first yeah. like fifteen episodes we yeah. we recorded. We we said it every episode because yeah. we loved it so much. We'd be like, oh, by the way, watch Chef. Yeah. <laughs> so yeah, uh, uh, after the murder of his father, a young lion prince flees his kingdom only to learn the true meaning of its responsibility and bravery. The voices of Donald Glover, Beyonce, Seth Rogen, Chiwetel Ejiofor, and James Earl Jones. Simba. Simba. Uh, <laughs> so I got to ask. Yeah. Uh, I saw the original once. Okay. I saw it on opening day, yeah. and I haven't seen it since. Oh, really? So literally forgot like half the beats <laughs> of this film. Oh, man. So I kind of went in with fresh eyes. Were you yeah. like a big Lion King fan? I was a big fan. Okay. Yeah, still am. Like, I still like watching it every now and again. Is that the one where they say, sing Under the Sea? Oh, that's the one. <laughs> yeah, it's totally. so good. Yeah, Under no. the Sea. Yeah, no. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I shouldn't, yeah. But no, it, uh, I I did not really, rem- I was, I was going to watch it before I went and saw the new one, but just never did. Okay. And yeah, I forgot most of the beats. Okay. So I kind of went into this one with fresh eyes, which is kind of weird because nobody else did. Yeah. As it seems. Everybody is comparing this. Get their clipboards out. Yeah. My, my, the, the weird, really weird thing I, I find about this one, it's two hours long. It is. It's the longer. original is 88 minutes long. That's right. Yeah. And I don't really remember there being anything new in it because I don't remember anything about the new, the old yeah. movie. I don't think there was anything new. So that's a bit of a pacing issue. Yeah. Yeah. A, little, a little bit. Yeah, that's right. I would say the same. and um, Like an hour and ten minute pacing <laughs> issue. That's right. I, w- I would say that um, it's inevitable that you're going to compare this to the original, especially if it's like beloved to your heart and all that stuff. Um, <clears throat> the performances, I thought, really paled in comparison to the original. Like, I just didn't believe them as much. And I thought there was some good work in here. But I just, liked uh, Seth Rogen and Billy Eichner. They were really good. I could tell they were kind of just vibing off each other and riffing. Yeah. yeah. And then when Donald Glover kind of got in there, I'm like, wow, you don't sound like these guys. Yeah. You sound yeah. really flat. He, he, for a guy who came came made like became famous through comedy, it, he didn't seem to. Yeah, you're right. He, he can sing though. Yeah. Which is oh needed. yeah. Oh yeah. Um, and the singing, like the songs, and I. No, it's just a deliberate choice because Favreau did this with uh, the Jungle Book. The talk singing didn't work for me. <laughs> talk singing. I like that. Yeah. Uh, so, yeah. Amazing look. 
I did yeah. like the look. I thought it was it was really pretty until you looked at them. <laughs> pretty much. And I'm like, oh, damn, they have dead eyes. There, there were some spots where I thought they looked really weird. But... Plus, I honestly couldn't tell you which female lion was which. They're all just pink. Oh, yeah. And furry. Yeah. And yeah. they all look the same. Yeah. I think one of them is Nala. <laughs> that's her name, Nala? No distinguishable no. features. Oh, oh, yeah, that's Beyonce. That's her. That's, that's Nala. <laughs> yeah, she spoke. Now I know who couldn't, she is. Couldn't tell you who they were. Yeah. And you're going, that's Beyonce, not... Yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah, but the look is amazing. Especially mm-hmm. the um, the the stampede scene. Oh, yeah. I thought that really worked. That was cool. Um, I thought the movie actually kind of works. Mm-hmm. I just don't think it's great. Yeah. Uh, that was that was it, my takeaway it's, too. It's fine. Yeah, uh, it looks really pretty. The story is still just kind of the same, mm-hmm. and it works. Yeah. Um, other than you know the weird acting and some of the weird animation cues, I just mm-hmm. I thought yeah this is fine. Yeah. Um, I don't remember being a huge Lion King fan to begin with, so yeah. I was really into anime when that came out. So oh, yeah. I was <laughs> like, uh, you know, <laughs> more into Akira. But that's uh, right. Uh, yeah, it's it's. I thought this was fine. Cool. Um, a lot of people I've talked to have really been down on it because um, it's pointless mm-hmm. do, do you know what you want to know why it's not pointless why they're that? gonna make another billion dollars because they made it yeah that makes it not pointless i was going to say i have a note in here actually about that when it comes to adults especially in uh you know film twitter people don't consider the target audience and the grant the big picture yeah um they don't think about the merchandise they sell, the toys, ticket sales, popcorn. They don't. They don't consider that. Hey, when you first first watched The Lion King, you were probably eight years old, right? Well, guess what? Some eight year old is going to watch this Lion King, and it's going to be the most amazing movie to them. And that's what matters the most, I think. And why do they keep remaking these movies? At the end of the day, they are a business. <laughs> they need to sell tickets. They need to sell merchandise, toys all that stuff it it's not an artistic choice it all just boils down to money so i I don't think disney's out to like ruin your childhood they're just out to make money and it's different yeah the animation is pretty stunning yeah um they they try they tried something new it doesn't always work yeah as i said that the dead eyes are really weird but uh yay circle of life is there Hey, 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 hey. Hakuna Matata's there. (laughs) But the thing is, those songs are like on a three when you compare those ones, and they're like on a ten in terms of quality. But yeah, it's like it didn't it didn't ruin it for me. I was like, yeah, it wasn't as good, but whatever. Aladdin was worse. I didn't see that. (laughs) Uh, Aladdin felt like a complete joke to me yeah um this didn't feel like a joke to me okay um but as i said i wasn't huge on the source material so um yeah i thought it was like a a very passable film yeah and as you said uh there was children sitting beside me yeah and it was like discovering pulp fiction to them nice and i was like like, that is that's what movies are about man like little (laughs) little kids figuring out that movies are great yeah they freaking loved it oh yeah so how can I say anything bad about the film? Exactly. It's not It's not made for me. It's made no, for them. it is. Like, I loved Return of the <laughs> Jedi when I was a kid. Oh, yeah. Because it had Ewoks in it. <laughs> totally. I don't like it now because <laughs> I'm not a kid anymore. You're not a kid. No. It's weird how that works, right? Yeah. It's like you grow up and you're like, hey, that was 
fucking stupid. <laughs> <laughs> no, but like this, this is a completely fine film. Yeah. Um, I'm, I'm, I'm sorry if you didn't like it. Mm-hmm. And uh, uh, there's always the original on Blu-ray. Yeah, it still exists. Yeah. Go watch that. Yeah, chill. Don't worry. And then Disney, you know, gets another billion dollars. Yeah, like Good I'm not joking. I'm not joking. They're gonna make another billion dollars on oh, this yeah. film. It's crazy. Yeah, it's crazy. And the, the, the second, third, or fourth film this year, they're gonna make a billion dollars off of. Yeah, like that. that it's a little freaky. It is. Meanwhile, Booksmart can't make ten million. <clears throat> now that's a crime. Yeah, that is a crime. Yeah, it's not cool. But yeah, it's a good film. Yeah, it's not great. Yeah, it's more yeah. than I, I. I've seen way worse than this this year than that. Film. Oh yeah, yeah. You could take your your niece or nephew or your kid. They're gonna have fun, and that's what it's there for. And they'll be singing all the songs afterwards. <laughs> that's right. Yeah, it's great. No, they'll be talking them. <laughs> <laughs> Prepare for the coup of the century. Did you Did you enjoy Seth Rogen actually trying to sing? A I did. Times? He was trying. Yeah, he was. He was really trying. Billy Eichner can sing, but man, yeah. Seth was. Uh, <laughs> Seth needed to go to karaoke a few times before. I think so. Figure his shit out. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> cool. So I think people will already have their minds made up about this. They've seen it. They haven't yeah, seen it. Everybody's already seen it. It's been out for three weeks. Whatever. Speaking of movies that have been out for a while. <laughs> we, could, we could not do this one. We couldn't pass this up. Ari Aster made another movie. <laughs> Maniac. Adrian's favorite movie, Hereditary. Hereditary. I did enjoy Hereditary, though. I just didn't enjoy it as much as others. And Which I, is I think so weird, because I, I thought that was, that was like your jam. It, well, here's the thing, and I think I talked about it in our review. It's just the um it hit really it hit too close to home so i felt uncomfortable like the stuff with um i think i mentioned i there were things in hereditary that really closely align with uh, bipolar disorder yeah and um you know i've got a loved one who who suffers with that and i didn't find it disrespectful in any way it was just too real that it it really took me to a dark place that's the that's the point of art right the, the the point of art is to move you and it it was maybe too effective at moving me <laughs> so i just need to watch it again um because i re- i really did enjoy the performances and that fucking ending is incredible <laughs> so trying to explain that any people <laughs> yeah. after, after they watched it and they're like what the fuck was that I'm like, well this yeah. and, and 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 this yeah. and and, th- and they're like Seriously, dude? No, Weren't no. you watching the movie? <laughs> Come on, man. Most predictable ending ever. So, yeah, uh, a couple and their friends travel to Sweden. Hang on a sec. We didn't tell the title of the movie. Oh, crap. Mid- Midsummer. Let's start again. Ari Aster's Midsummer. <laughs> so, a couple, and their, a couple and their friends travel to Sweden. 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 Yeah. To visit a rural hometown's fabled Midsummer Festival. What begins as an idyllic retreat quickly devolves into an increasingly violent and bizarre competition at the hands of a pagan cult. Oh, what? Is that a spoiler? Cult? Nah. Uh, 
I think anybody could watch this trailer and be like, oh, yeah, that's I kind of got the vibe off that. Yeah. Uh, Florence Pugh, Jack Rayner, and Will Poulter. Yeah. So, yeah, the, the second film from the guy who made Hereditary, yeah. Ari Aster. Yeah. Yeah. He got quite the reputation off of Hereditary. <laughs> Yeah. And this is definitely going to help that reputation. Oh, yeah. This movie is even more messed up, I think. It is. Yeah. It is. It definitely is. It definitely has way crazier visuals. It takes um, takes a lot from other movies like Wicker Man and stuff like that. But mm. it's I think it's very original. And it is. very hard to watch because of the vibe. Yeah. The whole movie to me is about the vibe of the film and how okay. I kind of felt eerie the whole film. Yeah. I never knew what was going on. Yeah. And I felt unsettled. Yeah. I was like, why did you just do that? That's yeah. fucking not okay. And I was like on the edge of my seat the whole movie because of that. Yeah. It was super effective. Oh, yeah. Like, Congratulations. <laughs> you got me. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, man. And did you notice how there was always something going on in either the background or the foreground? There was always something really cool to look at. Yeah, and this is not the Manson cult from Once no. Upon a Time in Hollywood. <laughs> no, it's These not. These are a bunch of people who look really not aggressive. They're like very beautiful, like, like flower children. Yeah, very calming presence. Yeah, but they got weird rules. Oh yeah, yeah. And God forbid you fuck those up. <laughs> That's right. Um, Whoa. Yeah, <laughs> like, seriously, like I think about this film yeah. and some of the stuff is just like, wow, that's really messed up. Yeah. Congratulations, sir. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. And how about Florence Pugh? She's oh, having she's, one hell of a year. She's been great for years, man. Yeah. Uh, if you haven't seen her in Lady Macbeth. Oh, I haven't. So no. good. Yeah. Uh, yeah. She's, she's becoming one of the great young actresses mm-hmm. she was okay in fighting with the family like yeah. i thought that was an okay film yeah for what it was it's fine but man <laughs> yeah. she is on another level in this film yeah um just um from being in a complete breakdown to being completely sober and and coherent and then mm-hmm. to another breakdown and all, yeah. all over the place yeah the full map man she's oh, yeah. just all over the place and great mm-hmm. uh yeah one of my favorite performances of the year. Oh, yeah. Not Same even close. Yeah. yeah. But everybody else is good, too. Oh, yeah. 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 Like, and there's a bunch of really freaky people in this film, <laughs> and they're really great, too. Like, where did they find that person? I don't know. Where'd they find that old lady? Yeah. Just, <laughs> I just, it's, the, 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 the festival begins. Yeah. And all oh, this yeah. weird stuff starts happening. Yeah. And they're all just trying to kind of, like, go with it. Oh, yeah. And I'm like, run. Yeah. Run. And that's, that's, that's the scary thing. They're isolated, right? <laughs> totally. Like, they had to take a truck out, way the heck out to nowhere, and the truck's gone. Dude, I've seen too many movies. Yeah. There's no way I'd do that. <laughs> yeah. Uh, I'm like, wait a minute. We've got to take a truck two hours into... No, nah, fuck you. I'm you, just going to yeah. be at the Ikea. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, I'll be downtown getting some poutine. Yeah, uh, yeah, right. it's it's a freaky, freaky film, man. It uh, is. Yeah, like the whole idea of cults is such a like a like a, almost like a used thing now. You, you what you expect? I've never seen a cult like this before. Yeah, the stuff they start doing mm-hmm. is strange. Yeah, and I loved it. Yeah, um, show me something new all the time, and I will dig your film. Mm-hmm. I've kind of never seen something like this before. Yeah. Um, this is the stuff they start doing. Like they're at a table, this giant, huge table and everybody's wearing white and mm-hmm. they all have drinks and all the drinks are exactly the same color yeah. except for one. Yeah. 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 It's cool shit like that. <laughs> yeah. 
And the film is so well shot. Everything is in daylight and it's super exposed. Like the it's, camera has been super exposed. Yeah. And the film is bright. Oh, yeah. And in your face. Yeah. And it works so well. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. Maybe the best shot film of the year. I think so. It's incredible. See it just for the visuals. Yeah. Come for the nightmares. Oh, yeah. Yeah. What really blew me away about this is the visual effects. Like, it it all has a practical feel to it, but you'll catch a glimpse of something in the background, like a flower moving, uh, and you're like, it shouldn't be moving like that, but you're like, oh, yeah, we're tripping out. I'm like, wait, <laughs> did I take something before I started this movie? And you're just kind of going, oh, yeah, that's just a tiny little visual effect that they put into the movie and it's it's so effective man it's uh it blew me away dude i was i was uh i was blown away by this movie i think i i think this was word for word the text message i sent because you watched it first right? i did yeah yeah so i said holy fucking shit what the fuck was my response i sent that to bill and he knew that i watched midsummer and that was pretty much my response and it actually took me a while to get to arrive uh, at where i feel about this movie because i was like did i like th- did i even like it i was like it's because that it's because of that unsettled feeling yeah like you i was kind of freaked out when i left the oh, film yeah. i was just like <laughs> i don't feel really good right now yeah like, it's an incredible film but man that film got me yeah yeah got me good it did yeah and what I think what makes it so unnerving and scary and uh, adds to the horror effect is that these people, to them, it's just their everyday life. Like yeah. they, to them, they're not a cult. To them, <laughs> they probably think they're just, this is just their spiritual beliefs kind of thing. And plus, Aster knows when to put the violence in oh, for yeah. like maximum effect. Yeah. Like the first really violent scene in the film comes out of nowhere yeah. and gets you hard. Oh, yeah. And it's brutal. It's shocking. Violent. Yeah. Like, like almost uncalled for violent. Oh, like, yeah. You're like, what? Yeah. <laughs> no. And yeah. And you feel the emotions of the people who are new to this. Yeah. And it's just like, oh, man, this is, this is a fucking movie, man. Yeah. Like, this is what I want. And then it just escalates and yeah. escalates and escalates until you're at a point where it's just madness. Oh yeah. And what, what what more can you ask from a horror film? Yeah. Oh yeah. Like how, it's perfect. Madness. Yeah. How did you feel during the end <laughs> of the movie? Unreal. Yeah. Like it's, it's it's just it's just like, "Oh, he's actually going to do that." Yeah. Really? You're going to Oh yeah, he's going to do it. <laughs> okay. Yeah, man. All right, cool. You fucking went there, man. I was just like, uh, I, uh, the movie ended. I'm just like, bravo, dude. Like, that's just messed up. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> the really cool thing about this film is that I don't think a lot of people saw it in the theater, mm-hmm. but this film is going to be like seen for generations down the line. Oh, yeah. And it's going to just kick people's asses. Um, yeah. yeah, it's it's a classic. Oh yeah, already as far as yeah. I'm concerned, it's like the horror film of the year. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, incredible film. Oh yeah, uh, couldn't quite give it five, but uh, I get four and a half out of five. Cool. Um, some pacing issues in the beginning. Yeah, it takes a while to get going. It does. Um, but when once it gets going, it is like wham, bam, thank you, ma'am, let's go, and I'm mm-hmm. all over that. But uh, yeah, 
it's incredible. If it's still in theaters, check it out. See, you can say that you saw it in the theater and oh, yeah. be that guy. Yeah, I saw it before you did. Yeah, yeah. it'll be one of those movies. Like, um, I'm trying to think of examples of, yeah, but yeah, like, but, The Thing wasn't a big no, and, and like, who, who saw Nightmare on Elm Street Part 1 in the theater? Nobody. Exactly. Yeah. We all saw it on VHS. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah. And that's, anybody who says they did, they're lying. That's Midsummer in, in six months, and then everybody watches it on Netflix and gets yeah. their ass kicked. Oh, totally. Yeah, I can't wait to hear people my, my work talk about how disgusted they were by the film <laughs> you actually like that stuff and, and i'm like great <laughs> that works <laughs> yeah so uh, would you ever take a vacation in sweden no yeah definitely not no not it's, unless i was in metropolitan sweden not, <laughs> yeah. not out in the bush this is, this is the anti-tourist uh, movie <laughs> for sure yeah but uh, yeah, it works so well. Hell yeah, uh, yeah, well, yeah! Definitely one of the best films of the year. Yeah, except for that beginning, it takes forever to get going. But, oh yeah, yeah, incredible film. Heck yeah, sure. All right, so with that, I think we're going to end this episode. But don't you worry. <laughs> for anybody who was like, "Well, what about Movie Club?" Yeah, yeah. I got a question for you. Yeah. Do you even remember what the Movie Club movie was? I do. It's um, it's about dancing, right? <laughs> it's uh, all that jazz. All that jazz. That's yeah. right. It's an incredible film. It's still like right under my TV. Nice. It's still there. Yeah. From seven months ago. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I know. Like it's uh, hopefully uh, next real episode we will have Movie Club. Yeah. In our next like full, what's going to happen here is we'll close this episode. The next one we're going to lay it down right now. A special bonus episode special of the Green bonus Screen. episode. Two episodes after not <laughs> having one for seven months. That's right. So the next episode will be us uh, just talking about everything else we've watched. And by that he means me. And Bill will talk about every movie he's watched and I'll talk about the ten movies I've watched in the last seven months. Um, <laughs> Um, so yeah, I'm, I'm really looking forward to that. Get some more movies on my radar. Um, and yeah, this one felt really cool. I'm really excited to be back. Me too, man. Yeah. That's good stuff. It, it's awesome. Cause, um, you know, we're doing this for our friends is reason enough for me. And for Adrian's like tape to shop around. Oh. <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> Here's my demo reel. I got a podcast. <laughs> That's we're right. all like, well, we like the other guy. Uh, <laughs> the other guy. He's really good. You you do have potential though, man. Like if you really wanted to get into it, I think you could get into voiceover too. Nah. Any, I think anybody can. Really. Too much of a spaz. <laughs> <laughs> That's perfect. That's that people can use that. You're the straight guy. I'm the spaz. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, that's right. So, okay, we'll close this one off. Uh, where can people find you? Online? Uh, I am on Twitter at SoundJam69. Say hi. Say hi. Yeah. I'm Adrian Charlie. I'm that's at Adrian underscore Charlie. Um, I'm the show also has a Twitter account. It's the green underscore screen. And um, I'm also on Twitch. Come check me out on Twitch. That's uh, twitch.tv slash the crow show. You can come watch me do my voiceover stuff. And nice. yeah, I'm going to be, I'm going to be doing voices during streams coming up. So I'm excited for that. Is it going to be any better than your impression of Nicolas Cage and the bees? Oh man, nothing will top that. That is an incredible, there's a, there's a clip of Adrian doing a, a imitation of Nick Cage and the wicker man. <laughs> That's right. Being attacked by bees. <laughs> yeah. You should probably all try to find that video. It's, I went for it. It's pretty good. I think I have a YouTube, I think it's on my YouTube channel. So. Not the bees. Not the bees. Not the bees. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> yeah, it was that scene. Nice. So, all right, cool. We'll, we'll lock this one down. We'll get it out there as quick as we can. 
probably be editing editing this on Twitch because you know I can kill two birds with one stone that way. <laughs> and uh, it's actually kind of interesting watching him. I'd, I'd never actually seen oh, yeah. him do it before. Yeah, that's right. Yeah, because it's, it's just me being a nerd on my computer. Some inside baseball shit. That's right. You can see how the sausage is made. The sausage <laughs> yeah. of the green screen of death. <laughs> Gross. <laughs> really thick and All right. Full on, on that note. Earthy. <laughs> filling. On that note. <laughs> on that note. Thanks, everybody, for listening, and we'll talk with you next time. Peace.